Now back to the Sunday show with Lemoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOI. Yes, welcome back. Um, we're certainly glad to have you uh, listening to us this morning on the Sunday show with Lemoy Burks and myself. Uh, Lemoy is not in the studio today, but uh, we're here with Cross talking and uh, having an interesting conversation. Uh, we just finished talking about the indictment of the uh, former president of the United States. Um, and uh, listen, we could have several Sunday shows to talk about this issue, but uh, you know, we try to get as much information out to the community as we possibly can. Um, another issue that I guess we're going to bring up right now is um, everybody is also aware of the this latest mass shooting that has taken place in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I'm sure everybody is aware that there was a, a Christian Covenant school there in Nashville. Um, a female perpetrator uh, um, with a garnish with an AR-15 weapon um, and a handgun and another um assault rifle uh, blasted her way through the doors of the uh, school and into the school and um, she murdered um, three adults and three children um, I guess um, you know what we've seen um, in the United States regarding uh, around guns is an epidemic of gun violence um, in particular with um, going into schools this is not the first one everybody know about the very uh, first one that happened in Columbine uh, back in the 1990s and then um, here in the last 10 to 20 years there's been a enormous amount of gun violent deaths in particular in schools uh, the, one of the worst ones you ever hear about uh, was definitely um, everybody knows about Newtown um, where it killed uh, 26 graders and 6 uh, teachers um, in that particular um, issue with, uh, with guns and we this country is a gun culture that is just out of control. And what you also see is people wanting to garnish these automatic, uh, semi-automatic, excuse me, semi-automatic weapons, these AR-15s. Now, for those of you who don't know, and I'm sure everybody does, the AR-15 weapon was designed back in the 1960s during Vietnam. This weapon was designed to kill human beings at war efficiently. Okay, that's what its primary purpose was. It was to battle in war to kill efficiently. Now, they have gotten even better over the period since the 1960s. Um, these these guns, um, d they tear body parts apart. Um, you know, when these victims are shot with them, they have a hard time identifying them because they can't recognize some of them. Uh, some of the things, the horror stories you hear in particular with these weapons, you know, they have to use DNA samples in order to identify these, these children uh, uh, and these other people who were killed, and not just in here in Nashville, but you know, with Newtown and then, you know, in Las Vegas, uh, when that person um, killed 60 so people there and then wherever these mass shootings have been, everybody's aware of Parkland in Florida. Everybody's aware what's going on. But the gun culture in the United States has just really got to control. Now, listen, I understand everybody has 
a side that they choose to be on this gun issue. Listen, I have uh, people who I admire and I respect greatly who are huge, huge, huge gun fan, gun owners and and, and gun uh, fans, and they garnish these weapons. And their their position is, you're not going to take my weapon because I need my weapon to uh, defend myself. And I understand that, and I can respect that. Uh, the Second Amendment says that you can have weapons. Um, there are people like myself who don't think that these weapons of war need to be on the streets. Um, everybody has an opinion on it. But what is, you have to recognize as a country is that these weapons have been primarily the weapon of choice in these mass shootings. And if you would notice, there's been documentation, uh, and I saw it this week, that in the last major 17 mass killings, now they go all the way back to, you know, Aurora, Colorado, Newtown, Parkland, Pittsburgh, San Diego, um, the club uh, there in Florida, Las Vegas, I mean, just all of them, uh, these really large ones that's taken place, out of those 17 were used a perpetrator used the AR-15 weapon now um, again everybody has an opinion nobody's saying that uh, individual doesn't have a right to bear arms but you know even uh, in the Heller case with the United States Supreme Court and um, Antonin Scalia uh, who I thought was one of the worst uh, Supreme Court justices there ever was even he had to say that having these weapons is not part of the second amendment right um you know now shotguns and rifles and handguns for protection of one's home uh it, it's, it's perfectly fine but these weapons of war don't have any business on the street again that's an opinion um I, you know everyone has one of those and i i understand the passions people have about garnishing these weapons but at some point in time we're where is the social consciousness of the people of the United States to say, hey, I, I don't want to see these weapons in schools killing these children? I mean, if you if you want to garnish these weapons, hey, go over to Ukraine. They can use all the help they can get and you can use AR-15s and just have at it. Send you all the bullets you need. But there is no reason why that you should be able. Now, wait, now here's, the, here's the other piece of the puzzle. The individual in this last case, and particularly every case that we see, legally obtained these weapons. So they went to a store. If you think about Uvalde, where, they, where 20 people were killed down there, the individual went into the store, bought an AR-15 one day. Turned around around the next day, bought the 223 or the 556 bullets that go with it. Then the very next day went and garnished another AR-15 weapon, all legally, all legally. They didn't have any criminal background. They didn't have any issue with garnishing these weapons, so they were able to get them and then utilize these weapons to kill uh, innocent people. And the same thing took place here in Nashville. And the same thing has taken place for all these mass murders in the country. And so where is it that we're... As citizens of the United States, where where is it that, you know, somebody at, at some point we say enough is enough 
how many more murders? Because if you, you stop, you realize there have been a several mass killings just in this year alone. There have been quite a few, over 100. And this year, do, everybody do understand, today is April the 2nd. It's only been 100 so days maybe in the whole year. And already you've had over 100 mass shootings already. At, at what point did the consciousness of America say enough with these and do something about it? And I certainly like to hear the opinions, you know, of uh, you two. What, what are your thoughts on that? Oh. I mean, oh, okay, I can tell you one way to stop it real quick. What's that? Every black and brown person go by one. <laughs> Every black and brown person go by one, and then there will be a law against it. I'm just, y'all hear me? It's, that's it. Right now, uh, they're saying there's nothing we can do. It's not something that you shoot with. You don't shoot a squirrel with an AR-15. No. If you go squirrel hunting. No. I doubt if you shoot a deer with an AR-15 if no, you go you deer hunting. No, you won't be able to eat the meat because it'd be okay. messed so up Okay, so the only way to stop it, that's the only way, because we see that these mass shootings are perpetrated by people who are hurting. Mm-hmm. So we don't we don't have any way. It's, it says in the article that this particular young person was hurting. Mm-hmm. They were already emotionally distraught. Mm-hmm. Each time we see someone who is hurting, but we don't have. We can you can buy a gun, but you can't get therapy because you don't have insurance, and people don't have insurance because there's a certain population that doesn't think everybody should be insured. And so the only way, that's the only way. I, I, if somebody else got another way, I'd be glad to hear it. But well, that's you one know, way. <laughs> of course, you know, we hear, um, of course, this is always a partisan issue around guns. And um, you hear that people talk, well, you know, we need to address the mental illness part of the situation. Okay, that's fine and good. I know that there are a lot of people who are mentally ill. But since we can't go out and say that person's mentally ill and that person's mentally ill and that person now there are red flags that makes they can say hey some of us got some real issues mm-hmm. but we can't necessarily say that that person's mentally ill since we can't do that the one thing that people of the united states can do is stop with selling these weapons now is this going to stop the the killings probably not oh, but no. what it will do it will minimize that and, and well then know. of course if we tell them to stop selling the weapons then the next thing they're going to say is free enterprise this is capitalism we ought to be able to sell whatever we want to sell and nobody's saying that again if you want to garnish a firearm to protect your family or to protect oneself, legally, constitutionally, you have that right. It does not say you have the right to carry a weapon of war, period. Well, now, remember, uh, Texas says you can carry a weapon sure, uh, without, without, a permit. without a permit. Yep. You can hook it to your, <laughs> get yep. to your, yep. your hip and, yep. and, uh, and go all the way down the street and in every store or whatever. Yep. What we have to remember is... This, if it's fair for one, it's fair for everybody. <laughs> what you got, Doctor Morris? <laughs> well, I was uh, I was looking at a, a, a graph this week, and it showed the campaign contributions from the NRA, which is the National Rifle Association. So. I'm not sure how we got from the National Rifle Association to the National Semi-Automatic Association. Uh, But it showed that 
the majority of campaign contributions by uh, that they have made were to, with Republican senators and Republican Congress people. Mm-hmm. So when you look at that, to me, that's blood money. Mm-hmm. You're accepting blood money, and you're exchanging our kids' lives for campaign contributions. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. We're the only country in the world with mass shootings, and we're the only country in the world where the guns outnumber the people. That's 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 true. That's one hundred percent true. Yeah. Right there, we've automatically put our law enforcement in jeopardy. And I watched the body cam of Nashville, and I watched the body cam of some other shootings that link to it. And we have our law enforcement going in, and in some cases, they're outgunned. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so... We've got to elect politicians that have some common sense because you brought up one at the break who this is my kid being homeschooled. Well, that makes no sense for the rest of the kids because they're not at home safe. Uh-huh. They're going to. And we see now it's not just public schools. They got a private school this time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Behind the gates. Yes. In a That's beautiful correct. Nashville Hills. Yeah. Surrounded by the woods. Yeah. Where people would never think something like that would happen. Yep. So. And, and that student, that person actually attended that school. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we got to stop with the blood money, first of all. And then I saw where gun manufacturers are moving out of blue states to red states because they they have relax the laws mm-hmm. so one this gun manufacturer moved to north carolina mm-hmm. where they are welcoming his folks said we're getting jobs we're getting jobs right. but wait until their schools are assaulted then mm-hmm. what are they going to do right so i'm looking at the politicians they're the ones who can make these laws and they have relaxed them mm-hmm. and that's one thing that happens under republican administration history says it they they lax relax all it can be anything from public safety with train derailments it can be anything from gun laws it's always about the corporate interests mm-hmm. versus the interests of the people yep we'll be right back We'll be right back with more of The Sunday Show with LaMoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOY. Hey, you listening to the radio, I'd like to ask you a question. When you're buying insurance, would you rather go with someone on Wall Street or someone local on Main Street? What you're insuring is close to home. Your insurance agent should be, too. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness, or call us at 903-831-2000. Praise the Lord, everybody! 
Hello, my friends. It's that time again. Transformation Center presents Resurrection Crusade taking place April the 3rd through the 5th, 7 p.m. nightly, 11-11 Hazel, Texarkana, Texas. The Cross, the Crown, Our Christ. Special guest, Superintendent Demetrius Beecham of Marlin, Texas. A hoe comes from the Anglo-Saxon word mean to be drawn out. Good God Almighty. And so when Jesus says, let down your nets for a drought. You do not want to miss this great move of God. We are expecting a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. If you need to experience deliverance, healing, new direction, don't miss an opportunity to receive. Again, April the 3rd through the 5th, Transformation Center presents Resurrection Crusade 1111 Hazel. Don't you miss it. Now back to the Sunday show with Lemoya Breaks and Mark White brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOI. Welcome back. And as always, we want to take this opportunity to thank Derek McGarry and all uh, that he does for State Farm Insurance. Absolutely. And um, what he does for the communities and what he does to sponsor this show. So we certainly appreciate all that you do, Derek. Um, we were having discussion about the the weapon AR-15 and the, the mass shootings that's going on, and just a little article that I pulled up from the Washington Post. They talked about that's my paper. Uh, there. Ten of the seventeen deadliest mass killings in the U.S. since 2012. Now this is since 2012, so when you talk about 11 years ago, involved AR-15s, and some of these you guys are already well. The Las Vegas one, um, the, the weapon there garnished there was uh, AR-15. It was 60 dead. Of course, everyone knows about Newtown. Uh, AR-15 was used there. It's 27 dead there. Sutherland Springs, that was the church down there in Texas. Uh, AR-15, 25 dead. Um, um, listen, uh, they had El Paso. That was the Walmart uh, issue. Mm-hmm. Um, that one didn't use the AR-15, but it used the AK-47, mm-hmm. which is also another assault rifle. And they had uh, 22 dead there. Uvalde, you guys are aware of that. AR-15, 21 dead. Parkland, that was the school there, the high school there. Uh, AR-15, 17 dead. Uh, San Bernardino, California, um, they had that back in 2015. AR-15, 14 dead. Aurora, that was at the movie theater out there. I uh, remember there, AR-15, 12 dead. Pittsburgh, that was the, uh, the Jewish synagogue there in Pittsburgh. Uh, AR-15... Boulder, Colorado, um, they had used the AR-15, 10 dead. And in this one, everybody was well up where the individual went into a supermarket in Buffalo, New York, uh, killed all those African-Americans, AR-15, 10 dead. So, I mean, you know, unfortunately, the weapon of choice is the AR-15. Now, I know a lot of you guys out there love these weapons. Listen, everybody has a right to love what they love. But, you know, the social consciousness of the United States, something has to be done. I mean, you can't continue to have these murders with these innocent people and these children. Doc, what you got? Well, Mark, you know, in the little time we got left, this is what I want to say. I want to say that, folk, we got to elect politicians who are focused on the right thing. Uh, We've got the gun deaths that Mark just did the roll call of, which are appalling. So, what book written by a minority or somebody 
in the LBGT community has killed somebody. No, none. Going to the bathroom and choosing which one the kid go to has killed somebody. It, it might have made them a little anxious. I mean, we are focused on the wrong thing, and we're letting our politicians get away with it. They're using words like woke. They're using words like critical race theory. They're using things that they can't even define. Mm-hmm. And these are the cultural wars they've chosen to distract us with. And so taking books off the shelves, uh, pressuring teachers and librarians on what books to use, pressuring the boards of of universities and colleges and and professors on what they can teach in the classroom and working on the voter suppression. All of these things are secondary to the lives of our children. Yes. I saw a cartoon in my favorite paper, the Washington Post, where it said uh, school bus rambling along was unsafe without seat belts, but the school was safe. Now it says the school bus is safe even without the, the seat belts and the school is unsafe mm-hmm. so we flipped the script in the wrong direction because now we're focused not us but our politicians who are elected are focused on the wrong thing things that our kids should have in their heads versus something that will kill them that we're letting people shoot toward their heads mm-hmm. it is sad commentary on our society to be concerned about book bans, but not weapons bans. All right. Amen. I can't. Miss <laughs> Rice, you have a parting point before we have to leave the air today? Don't go out just because I said so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I knew it was we were in trouble when I started seeing the gun shows. I saw, you can see the cars at the convention center about every three months. Parked all on the grass everywhere on Sunday morning. There are more people going to the gun show than going to houses of worship. Yep. That's the sad commentary. Listen, um, again, um, the social consciousness of, of America has got to wake up and understand that you know nobody's trying to take away your guns. They just want to stop the killings. That's all it is. They just want to stop the killings. Now, on behalf of LaMoya Burks and myself and all the great and wonderful people here at Texas County Radio Center, I want to thank you for being our listeners and being kind enough to tune in to the Sunday show. Remember, you're listening to KTOY 104.7, the station that cares about the quality of life, the soul of the city. And in case you want to hear the show again, it will be rebroadcast at 6 p.m. this evening on our sister station, KTOY Gospel 105.9 FM, and podcast and all podcasts of previous shows are available online at KTOY1047.com. Listen, if you want to appear on the Sunday show, please contact LaMoya Burks at 903-244-3997 or myself at 903-276-1899. Please keep in mind, we prefer to schedule guests a month in advance, but we don't hold it to that because it depends on what the topic is and how important it is for the community. So please give us a call. We love you. We certainly thank you for tuning in, and we hope that you join us next week for the Sunday Show. Please have a great week. Oh!
The Sunday Show on 104.7 has been brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry, here to help life go right. The Sunday Show with LaMoya Burks and Mark White. We'll be back next Sunday morning from 9 to 10. If you have any questions about the show or would like to be a guest, call LaMoya Burks, 903-244-3997 or Mark White, 903-276-1899.